0: what's going on y'all this is mike brown and i just wanted to say i appreciate y'all so much for listening to the show and supporting the show while i got your attention please subscribe to the podcast please leave a comment wherever you listen to this podcast let other people know what you think it helps so much um also every week i'm giving away free merch so if you're on social media please screenshot yourself listening to the podcast tag me to it and you might get a chance to win something so thank y'all for tuning in and this is the art of letting go yo what up this is mike brown and this is the art of letting go today i got a special guest in the building um shoot i first got on your music from shoot probably from currency and you working with them but I really started getting to your stuff when you started doing uh it was these beat tapes you was putting out. I think it was like the Full floor. Suite. Suite. Yep. <laughs> the
1: floor, sleep on the floor, you'll never fall out the bed. Yeah, man. You yeah. mind introducing yourself to the people? Oh, uh, what's up, man? What's up, world? I'm Nesby Phipps. Uh, I'm a multimedia artist. Most people know me for doing music. That's how I jumped out in uh the public space. But uh, you know, I create any and everything in the world of music, art, and film. You know what I'm saying? So um you know my my life is surrounded by creativity um and i'm just you know i'm just living it out in the truest sense daily you know what i'm saying i'm not doing the same thing for seven days straight in my life bro so thankful for the uh the life that's been created you know through my talents man it's led me to the auto letting go podcast so here we are
0: that's what's up man i appreciate that um you still doing music
1: Yeah, I just put my guitar back on the stand a few minutes ago. So that's what's uh, up. Like, so it's with me. Is if you ever saw me doing anything, just know I still do it. Like, like I don't, I don't, I don't don't have a phase of I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm just adding skill sets. So, like, uh, you know, I'm still doing music. Art has really taken off since the pandemic for me. This is a painting I'm working on right now. Pennyland. It's an arcade that we used to go to in the French Quarter when we were young. Uh, It's closed, closed down now. But um, I used to have a painting of John Henry Clark. Hanging up behind me over my sofa, but I just sold it to a law office about a month ago. Wow. Um, so uh, yeah, and you know I got some stuff coming up in the film space, but I, I even work in the film space musically. Uh, shout out to CK Cootie of Creative Control. I was the uh, music supervisor so for their the uh, the limited series that they had on Topic Network. It was uh, a sort of like a uh, like a sci-fi thriller, if you will, uh, featuring PJ Morton. And uh, congratulations to them. They just landed their big deal for Netflix for the Kanye West documentary. They hit, wow. they hit a 30 plus mil deal on some uh, early Kanye footage that they had, man. They put together wow. a doc, early, early part of Kanye life and stuff, man. So uh, yeah, bro, like I, I do it all, man. I do it all.
0: Man, how do, how do you balance it all? Cause I know we was kind of talking about it before but how do you find balance in doing everything that you're doing?
1: I just keep my head down and keep working. Really, um, and it, like none of this was done by like a you know intentionally, right? Like like ever since you've even heard of me, you know, I kind of always been doing that. The art wasn't as much as it is now. It would I, I really didn't kick up on the art until 2015 when I took a random trip to Miami, not knowing Art Basel was going on. I just found a cheap plane ticket and I wanted to go see my homie and get away from the city for a week. Ironically, Art Basel was going on and he lived four blocks away. And then it made me realize, um, you know, that once I saw dudes, I saw immaculate displays of art, mural art, galleries. And I also saw people set up galleries in the back of rider trucks. And when I was like, and it was just art everywhere. It was just like, it's art everywhere. And once I realized like, yo, there's no limit to how much I could get, how I could get it. Like, there is no point of entry besides starting. And, um, you know, and I kind of just wake up and go with my flow every day. I don't have an itinerary book. I'm not this super organized guy. I, the best way I could put it is I flow, you know, like, and uh, things come to me. I don't get them all done. You know, Some I got some projects still in queue, you know, some, some tasks that's still in queue. So I am working on, like, my turnaround or something. But all in all, man, I haven't had a job since 2005. And uh yeah. I've just been creating and the internet has been a big, a big uh component of it of me being able to leverage a career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what I do. So
0: that's what's up, man. And it and it seemed like you use the internet to really connect with people, cause like, you know, especially when I was heavy in the production, like I would always see you post stuff to like producers, like keep going and you know. Save them beats for doing something else, and don't don't trash no beats. Like
1: okay, nothing. Everything you create is an intellectual property, and it has a place. To come
0: yeah, man, that's really dope. How do you balance the art in addition to being a parent? Um, walking
1: and chewing bubblegum, like <laughs> you know, like every every a lot of people make excuses about the time it takes to, to be and do these things. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, your life is what you make. And, you know, like the balance is created uh, by creating the balance. Like you don't have to literally raise your children 24 hours a day. You don't have to create art or music or anything else. 24 hours a day. Um, some days, one big part of all, all processes is rest, you know, and then it's a matter of prioritizing, Right. You know, and you don't have to slave in the studio. You know, you don't have to slave as a parent. Like, literally, balance is, like, balance is the key. How do I find the balance? By balancing. Like, it's almost it's almost like asking me how you stand up straight. Nigga, stand yeah. up straight. Yeah. Like, it's literally that simple. It's literally that simple. And the hard part is accepting it and, and peeling back the layers uh, that's c- covering that simple truth because people have a lot of preconceived notions about how things are supposed to work, how they're supposed to look, the whole nine, and you actually spend majority of your time fighting most things but not dealing with the actual issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, and like, you can allow your life and your circumstances to become callous um, by not, you know, just getting to the meat and potatoes of what needs to be done. You know, you need to find a, people be like, I need to find a balance between, you know, you know, work and family and, um, and it's not about finding it. It's about creating it. Yeah. And, like, and, and just that simple concept of people um, like setting it way far away from themselves, um, not realizing that it starts with them. You know, people yeah. are always on search of something, chasing something. And it, it already exists. It's already here. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's really that. Like, you know, I'm having a Hard time balancing the kid, Well, it's probably because you're doing one more than the other. You know what I'm saying? So dial it back if you're going too hard in the studio and go harder with the kids or, you know, set a schedule. Whatever your balance is, because everybody got different personalities, the whole nine. And with me, I just found a natural flow to what I do. Thankfully, my children are older now. You know? They're 16 and 19. So, like, my yeah. daughter got her own life now. My son lives away playing soccer, so I have to go out and see him and stuff. So, you know, I'm sort of close to being an empty nest or not. So, you kind of get past that phase. But, I mean, when it's time to rock with him, with the fam, you rock with the fam. Yeah. You know, like I literally stopped my career after being on the road with, you know, the likes of the Kendrick Lamar's and trademarks and, uh, you know, just be- being out and about, you know, working with Wiz and all them. Like I kind of I chose to come home and work with my family because I realized. No matter how righteous my absence is, you know, me having this career, gone is gone. And I can only do so much raising uh, of my children through a phone. Right, You know, presence presence is everything. And I chose to have my presence back in the city. And thankfully, my, my career followed me, but not in the manner in which I thought it would. And, and what helped me is the internet. In addition to the game just constantly changing, you know, to where you could bring it to you as opposed to having to be out in the streets and chasing after it. You Know what I'm saying? So, leveraging social media, leverage, le- leveraging the internet, you know, just keep staying creative, uh, staying on top of the trends, realizing the point of sale has changed from actual physical album sales to you know, really making money off like merch or, or touring or even my art, you know, stuff like that. So, it's a dance and it's a balance,
0: and uh, and I found it and it feels fucking good. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Um, something that kind of popped in my head just now was uh. Do you compare yourself to your past accomplishments?
1: No, no. Yeah. That's like comparing Sunday to two yeah. Like, you know, every every day of the week has its place, right? And every moment in my life, it's like comparing myself to me being 30 until when I was 25, it was two different phases of life. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's almost like asinine. You know, comparison is the, is the thief of joy, I believe that's how they say it. You yeah. know, so uh, I reference certain points of my life but every phase is a new phase and I'll be more excited about that like you know i'm far now i've never been forward before i'm excited yeah. about it and if you keep that mindset you'll always be excited about life because as you're moving on you always enter into a new phase a new day that you haven't experienced before and thankfully you have all the experience behind you to use as like your navigational tools Where well, it, it happened like this but, you know when I did this or so on and so forth you learn to trust like your like your instincts and and like uh you know, uh your foresight and just your past experience kind of teach you how to move forward. And um, which which has me excited because you know, I'll only get better, or really you only should get better as you go older. It's not like you know, uh the older I get, the slower I get, the dumb I get, nothing like that. Nah, the more seasoned I should be. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you know, and the more player my game should be. Like it's kind of like Jordan when he got later on in his career when he wasn't fucking jumping from the top of the key. You know, he would just make it smarter moves in the paint, whereas damn it, he didn't even have to move. You know what I'm saying? So now yeah. you look a magician, or what I like to call God status, because it's like you just you you just know the space that you're in so instinctively. It's almost like moving like Neo through the Matrix or something. You know what I'm saying? And I look yeah. forward to to that. That because I have that understanding and that disposition, I look forward to aging gracefully and and becoming you know the OG or the master or the abbot. Or whatever, so you know, so so this thing could keep growing, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you know, you know I know I'm saying a lot, but that's that's how, nah, I, yeah. that's how I feel. It's just like a growth thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like the possibilities become more and more infinite, and the more I discover that and the more I realize I'm going this way. Is someone you, you familiar with fracking? Nah. All right, so r- fracking is a, a term in the oil, oil and gas industry, right? When it in the beginning they dug for for, for oil like that right they just kept poking holes in the ground yeah right fracking was when they decided to go that way right you know so instead of having to poke a hole here poke a hole there them niggas was like ah we're gonna go so far down then we're gonna go this way yeah we ran into some cool shit it's almost like i I reached a certain point in my 30s where i I like i learned how to like creatively frack you know what i'm saying and it's like and and it's just expanding in so many ways now to the point you know i'm I'm lecturing at, you know, colleges and, you know, I mentor business school students, first year business school students and undergrad seniors. And, uh, you know, I, I ain't finished two years of college. You know what I'm saying? Damn. But my life experience is just being out there and being active and trying shit and doing shit. You know, like it gave me this knowledge base that that has become valuable to higher institutions and higher learning. Right. Um, so, yeah, bro, it's like, you know. It's just like get busy living, get busy dying, man. Just bust a motherfucking move, bro.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I think that came to me in my thirties too. I think in my twenties I did a lot of like looking back on what I'd done and trying to trying to be that. And when I hit thirty, it was like, man, fuck that. Like let me just be where I am today and just the keep present. That's, all you got. In That's that, the only yeah. thing.
1: This is the present, I man. Yeah. Living in the past gives you anxiety. No, living in the past give uh, makes you depressed. Living in the future makes you anxious. The only thing you could do is being a the present, and that's the most common thing you can do. Just like, just we're just gonna be here and make it work from here. That's the only time anything happens, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and the future is determined by what we're doing right now, you yeah. know. Like, I can't eat dinner two hours from now if I ain't cooking right now, so you know, like it's, it's just that
0: simple, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> man. What advice would you give to somebody that because, like, we were talking about earlier, being a multi hyphenated artist. You know, um, a lot of people try to tell you what you can't do, but mm-hmm. what advice would you give to somebody that is pursuing that? Uh, being a, multi, a multi-hyphenated artist?
1: Just keep, yeah. little, little keep doing it, wake up. Like Everything is a practice, right? You are what you are about. What you do is what you are, right? Like, uh, there is no, you know, rise and passage of defining moment to becoming. at. The moment I start drawing, I'm an artist. The moment I start singing, I'm a singer. You know the moment I start running I'm a runner and you know and if you are multi-hyphenated if you sing break dance and fucking and so mittens as you're doing them you are it yeah in time you will be you will reach different phases white belt yellow belt purple belt you know brown belt black belt like and you just keep moving but And and, and what you'll realize, there'll be benchmarks and stuff that are happening in your life that make you realize, that pause for a moment and look back and be like, damn, I came a long ways, right? Like, you know, to the point where I am where I am in my career, where I was just chasing after the art and just really wanted to be a good producer or a good artist, you know, a good rapper and all that other type of shit. In turn, I was an independent artist who didn't have money to shoot videos. I learned how to shoot it myself. You know, I didn't have a website. I learned how to build it myself on iWeb on the early Mac. Um, You know, photography, I learned how to do it myself. My own graphics, I learned how to do it myself. Now I look back, and all these skills I found to be transferable now on a, a creative agency. And I can provide these same services I provided for myself as a rapper and as Phipps, I can provide it for your cigar company. I can provide it for your uh, food and beverage company. I can provide it for your, uh, you know, your, your, your charter school. Like these are just basic transferable skills and stuff like that. Right. So now yeah. I look like, oh man, you can do everything. I'm just a nigga that wanted to rap. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, you know, and this is what it brought me, but it came yeah. from being present. It came from me being present. Like I started making beats because I rapped and they have no beats. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I'm working on a book called Just Make the Sandwich. And by me just making the sandwich when I needed it, now I got a whole feast in front of me. I got a whole spread. I could feed others. You know what I'm saying? I could save food for later. I could give you recipe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, it's that seed, you know, like, and this, and this is all nature. This is how God made it, baby. Like I'm real big. I'm fascinated by nature. How like one seed grows grow this one tree that could grow multiple fruit that have multiple seeds within that can grow more. So it's like a multi, like an exponential growth thing that exists that I really get off on. Cause if you just hold it down in that time, seed and harvest phase, like you're going to get fed for life. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to put in that work early, get that tree going. Once that bitch start producing fruit, nigga, you know, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't produce a hundred, a hundred thousand fruit. That got 800,000 seeds that's about to produce, you know, 800,000 more trees that, that and the number just growth is infinite. It's, it's, yeah. it, this is math, this is universal, this is how God made it. And it's all just like tap into that, you know what I'm saying? Tap into that. And, and but it start with that one seed, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Which is why I say stay in the present with your seed and watch that bitch
0: grow. Yeah. Man, where you draw confidence from? Like, where, where does your confidence come from? Experience. Like, yeah. like, 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 and,
1: and don't get me wrong. Doubtful moments come. But like, I wake up with like a renewed spirit. I get up with the sun. I don't use a long clock. Ideas be in my head. Um, you know, and, and just like when I, like today I was listening to my old music. And and I don't normally listen to my old music, but it may rem- remember what I was doing at this time. And like I said, like you like asked me in the beginning, you know, do I compare now, compare, but I do refer to sometimes, you know, sometimes I, you know. I forgot. Uh, sometimes you forget who you was and what you done, and you know, and just like you got to trust your experience and lean on the fact that you figured it out, you made it through, um, you got more knowledge today than you had yesterday, and you just build on that. Yeah. You know, like I, I trust the process. You know, what I'm saying, and part of the process is sometimes doubt yourself, and like it's you know, you gotta you gotta. You know, you got to go through that to kind of like reset, re- readjust yourself, if you will. You know what I'm saying? So you don't get yeah. too big, don't get too ahead of yourself. You know, life life has a way of balancing you out if you ain't gonna balance it yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, so you know, like, you know, I, I'm I'm confident in my abilities because I know what I did and I know what I can do, and like, and even when I am even doubt myself, like I say, I wake up on an idea. Yeah, you know, and a lot of times you don't even know what's in you until you start doing it. Like, you know, like, like my whole girl, she, she made a fabulous song the night before last. And had she not been active and, you know, at her desk, you know, you know, working with her craft, she might not have made that song. She might not realize she could make that kind of song, so on and so forth. Or you just got to, like, dig within yourself, trust the process. And, like, one of the beautiful things is, like, it's one thing to know what you can do. It's even more exciting when you don't know what you can do. To me. You feel me? Cause like, me too. I, I, I've really been impressed. Like right now, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I've been making wood furniture and shit like that. I didn't know I could do none of that to somebody asked me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, so like I get, it, I get excited about everything. It, ain't, it, ain't, it don't take much for me to get excited. You know, like, because when you simplify life, it's like, you know, everything's amazing when you simplify it. You know? So man, like the confidence thing, like it's just, it's just there's like knowing you can stand up, you have think twice. About the fact that you can stand up straight. No, you just fucking do it. You know, right. You go up and do it without thinking. So it's like, it's like, you know, that's really what it is for me. It's just second nature to do. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't really wallow in, you know, how good do I feel about myself today? And I don't think, I just do shit. And yeah. most people say, you don't think before you do. I do the total opposite. I do shit, and then I start thinking. Because I ain't got nothing to think about. Like, the shit I'm thinking about ain't valid, because I ain't even tested out. You know, people be over there wrestling with theories and creating business plans for businesses they ain't even test out yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got I got multiple business. I do all type of shit. I ain't wrote a business plan in my motherfucking life.
0: Yeah. That's real. That's so real, man. And, like, it's it's funny you say that, because, yeah, I, I've been having them conversations myself with people about business plans, missions, and all that, and it's like, man, I really just wanna just do what the fuck I wanna do, and mm-hmm. I see how to get to where I wanna go and just doing it. um, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people get slowed up in the idea of some shit, and for me, like you said, like that start like that start is always <laughs> a starting place for me, so it's like, okay, I ain't never did a podcast before. Let me record one and just see what the fuck happens. And, and it gives me a starting place. Shit, I, I didn't even go to school for, t- you know, for education, just to be honest with you. And shit, I'm in my second year of teaching. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I I feel you on, on everything that you're saying. When it comes to the unknown, my, my 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 phrase for that, I'm full of one-liners.
1: We're all strangers until we say hello. You know, so yeah. like whatever whatever it is you want to do it and you haven't done it, you know, say hello to it. Now y'all are acquainted. And then y'all build you relationship from there, you know? And that's a, you know, that's an analogy for, for anything you want to do. I've never been a carpenter before. Then go start hanging around wood, you know? Like, and <laughs> it'll start making sense to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just put yourself in the, in the midst of it, and you literally start from there. Like, li- literally just start, just go, just start walking. And uh um, and you're going to warm up. That's one thing, you know, I, I kind of hated working out, and I'm starting to Enjoyed it and it was becoming therapeutic when I did this Nike guided run on the Nike app. And one thing that it said was um, that really changed my view on running because running was like the worst thing I hated doing. It was like, don't try to like sprint, don't try to go hard. It was like, just move your legs and take it super, 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 super easy. And he said, just when you think you're taking it too easy, take it easier than that. Damn. It, and, and, and what I realized, what happened was, 10, 15 minutes into the jog, I got a nice pace now because I'm warmed up. My body's familiar with what's going on. And it realized, I got a little more to it. My rhythm picking up. Boom. Like, there's momentum. And you really just got to, like, start moving one foot at a time. And before you know it, niggas going to be asking you for advice. Once upon Mm -hmm. a time, I I didn't do this. Like, I just wanted to. You know what I'm saying? And now I can teach you a thing or two or ten about you know up down left or right inside this shit you know so
0: yeah man i I wanted to transition to your art because uh like a piece that you released that really spoke loud to me and uh i just wanted to know what it meant to you but uh your Buku power piece man i'm glad you brought that up bro because it's kind of like at the center of what i'm doing i actually just booked my flight to new york
1: um to go I got a billboard up there now. It started with a rap lyric. Um, um, put, what it, what was it? Um, do you, Let me let me read it to you the right way, because I recorded this song. I never put it out though. Yeah. Uh, the path is real and it's hard to follow. Them tough pills be hard to swallow. Do your best if you love your mama. Uh, my run on paper got buku commas. Put Kagu on them, that voodoo guy. So Kagu is like a jinx, some shit we say down here. Yeah. Put, the, put the Kagu on and that voodoo guy. My Grigory bag got buku powder. If you black, do you rich, then you, you, black, do you rich and you got buku powder. If you're black, then you're rich and got buku powder. So, you know, that's just, you know, I'm, it's just a uh, sentiment and black confidence. Yeah. It's a very simple, plain way to speak. That's a, a real New Orleans sentence, like everything, how it's worded. It's not proper English. Well, fuck proper English because England, England ain't proper. It really, um, like it, it's literally just a sentiment in black confidence. There's a lot of phrases out here and stuff all around, all type of propaganda and media and stuff. None of it speaks directly to us. Yeah, some stuff is speaking for us to a different audience. You don't have to tell me that my matter life as a black man, I fucking know I matter, so you ain't right. talking to me. Right. Right. That's not what I need to be reminded of. But given what the world is telling us about us, what is being targeted towards us, is who we are, mostly who we aren't. Right. Like you know, the music is telling us one thing. They're telling us what to drink. They're telling us what we need to drive. They're telling us what we should be eating. The whole nine. And nothing in the commercial space is saying, you know what, Black man, Black woman, Black boy, Black girl, like the world is nothing without you. You, you are the, the fuel in the engine, as well as the maker of the engine. The best person to reference in all the things that I see and the, the place that I speak from are, are the words and the philosophies and the teachings of Dr. John Henry Clark. And we are, we are the Alpha and Omega of the world. Everything begins with us. Nobody contributed anything um, before our contributions came into play. You know, um, like, and you wouldn't be here today without being connected to that. And most people, for obvious reasons, don't connect to it, right? But you literally would not be here today. You are a seed that came from another fruit, that came from another tree, that came from another seed, that came from another fruit, that came, like you are literally attached to the beginning. You wasn't dropped off in the middle of this shit. (laughs) Right. Like, and I lean in on that fact. You understand what I'm saying? Like the DNA within you is probably not only hundreds of thousands of years old, my nigga. It's fucking millions of years old. Until yeah. this day, you know, they 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 squeeze the rag on us, our talents, our abilities, and everything else, you know, to profit for themselves. And in our most poor, most ignorant, most unknown form, we always create some type of light. We always create some type of beauty. If, even the biggest disconnect, the, uh, you know, like the transatlantic slave trade. Fucking, We came over here and gave y'all what y'all now know to be American music. Yeah. You know, and every genre from it. And I'm from the home of it. You know what I'm saying? And like, like, I'm talking about just the ingenuity of us. Like, and the things that we figure out and create, like George Washington Carver is Buku power. You understand what I'm saying? Like, Marcus Garvey is buku power. The transformation of Malcolm X is buku power. Elijah Muhammad is buku power. Like, um, you, you name it. Like, the, we we just always prevail. We always figure it out. We always make a way. Like, if it wasn't for the Africans realizing you could grow rice down here, the Europeans and the Germans and everybody who settled on on the riverbanks of, of, of uh, Louisiana, they would have starved to death. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and all that shit, it, it's, it's within us. They were slaves. They didn't go to school. Like, they just knew, they understood the land and how nature worked, and how the world worked, and the whole that So, that statement is just a sentiment of Black confidence. It reminded people that who never heard nothing like that about themselves or, or our people, or even decided to regard themselves as such. You know, we are powerful. We are everything. We are golden. And, like, just being born Black alone is literally the richest. Asset that anyone can have. I'm talking about born butt naked in the middle of nowhere with nothing. By the simple fact that you black, the the sun gonna power you. The simple fact that you black, you gonna be the strongest thing walking on two legs, the fastest thing walking on two legs. Your mind moving at an amazing rate. You know the the, the people, the children with the highest IQ in the world are three black children. I think it's two girls and a boy. You know wow. what I'm saying? Like like it's nigga, it's us or nothing. Yeah. You understand like these computers we talking on right Not like it just if, if if as if we wasn't cold enough look at where we come from and the shit that grows up under the ground from where we come from nigga there's gold under there there's diamonds under there There's coating under there there's oil under there like it just you know we got silk we got spices nigga we, we nigga we gave the world math and math is infinite and universal <laughs> <We, laughs> you yeah. understand what I'm saying like I can go down a rabbit hole of our amazing and I just packed that into 10 words, you dig? If you Black, mean you're rich and got buku power. And, and where I could paint, you know, uh, pictures, right? I'm, I'm painting. I'm doing something else more like my words. I've sold more paintings with just words on them than actual pictures, yeah. you know? Oh. So, so, so like I've, I've really leaned in on the power of messaging. And you know, I'm an MC, so words is where I make my money. Well, I found a new medium form, and it's taking me into a whole other space. Especially in a world where music is, is overproduced, it's is like overcrowded, it's a space that's overcrowded. Yeah. And, and now I find myself wanting, you know, one phrase, you know, Google Power has done so much for me in the last six months. You know what ah. I'm saying? You know, like Kirby Kirby from Pet Pi and Mars, he just reposted my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like my billboard in um in Brooklyn, you know. Um, you know, I've 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 sold over I sold over, I don't know, a hundred canvases of this stuff. You know, I, it's living like what I'm doing with Buku Power is proof of concept. Yeah. Like this was a rap lyric that I, I don't even write in my phone, but I wrote it in my phone one day because I was driving. My my brother sent me this beat that had a nice little bop to it. And I wrote it to this beat of, of some producers, uh, some European producers who flip some African chants and stuff like that. be had a nice bop to it, you know. Um, a year later, I got over hundred cameras and sold. I got a billboard in the French Quarters at Holly Grove and now in Flatbush in Brooklyn in the, in the, in the Caribbean, uh, mostly Haitian neighborhood. Uh, we're working on Harlem and now we're going into Atlanta next, um, you know, I made it into the homes of hundreds. Now we got, you know, we got products, uh, we got pillows, we got mugs, the whole nine. It's all about these words and it's being imputed into people's lives and it's, it's really doing a lot as a reinforcement in uh, homes with families and children who need this sentiment to be like imputed and embedded in their mind. You know, I would love, yeah. I love like I'm as kids as young as one years old I'm gonna grow up with this in their house, you know, and 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 just imagine the residual effect of this of this messaging. When they're twenty five years old, and it's it's like the the sentiment is embedded in their mind, yeah. Sort of like like same way niggas think they get calcium from milk, you know what I'm saying? Like what it, they it,
0: say, put the put the medicine in the candy,
1: you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you
0: well know, the, the
1: same reason why people in like my daughter used to get mad because it ain't snow down here, right? But but for Christmas, I mean, it ain't snow for yeah. Christmas. We live in a subtropical climate. So, where did that ideal come from? Messaging and propaganda. That's how powerful it is that, that you have an unrealistic expect- expectation of your environment based on a, a preconceived notion that was hand delivered to you via, you know, Miracle on 34th Street, the Christmas story, and everything else, you know, sleigh bells and snow and all this shit. Nigga, don't never snow down here. Right. right. The power of messaging, propaganda, you can shape someone's reality. That's all I'm trying to do. I feel that, man.
0: That's really dope. Man, I got a couple of more questions for you, and then I got another segment. Um, So my first question is, what is one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self? Damn, I think you froze up on me again. How about now? You good, yeah. All right, we back. All right, this um, is the
1: first time that ever happened, man. No, um, it's all
0: good. It's all good.
1: Yeah, first piece of advice I would give myself, right? Of My younger self, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Save all your money. Travel. And do everything that comes to mind. I used to overthink and think the the world worked in a specific way, and it works the way you make it work. Yeah, you know that's what just make the sandwich is all about. Like it's your sandwich, you know what I'm saying. A lot of times, I used to be in the quest for this knowledge that I thought somebody else possessed. I never once considered that I could create my own way, my own path, my own rules. I didn't have the confidence due to lack of experience to even you know that's a very bold and audacious thing to do is just to carve your own way you know ironically the name of my company is audacious creative for that very reason i had the audacity to say fuck it i do this and this how i'm doing it you know and now fast forward to here we are now people come for me to advice i'm i'm working in universities start my own companies the whole night you know? so you could become the new standard yeah and, yeah i just we i what I tell little, little me, you ought to stand there, bro. So get busy, you know. Get busy, bro, bust a move.
0: Yeah. That's that's what's up. Um, what's a reminder that you would give to your future self? <laughs> My future self, a reminder, a, a, a reminder
1: to put myself first. Um, it's always about moments over money. And um, you know it's, it's, it's all it's it's all about family, bro. And like, and growing that, and growing, and growing them. You know, like all of, all the real value is in family. I was just talking to Law earlier today. I ran into him, Jay Electronical Manager. Yeah, I ran into him at the park, and where he was like, "Man, that's really what it's all about." You know, he took a leave of absence ever since his son just made a
0: year. He said he ain't left his son's side yet. Wow, (laughs) that's really dope. (laughs) That's dope to hear. Man, I got another segment of the show um, called Five Questions of Freedom. And uh, I'm going to ask you five questions and you can answer them any way you want to. Uh, First question being rapping or producing. What what about them? Which do you prefer, rapping or producing? I prefer to do both. Okay, uh, music or art? Do the same thing. <laughs> um, dead or alive? Who would you want to work with? Anybody? Dead or alive? Who would I
1: want to work with? Yeah, that's a countless list. Outcasts. Uh, for outcasts. You know, Nip, man, I was supposed to be working with Nip. Uh, yeah, he came to we all of we us. Sat down, we all ate and shit. He was looking for anthem, anthem sounding music, stadium sounding music. He had this real specific idea of what he wanted his catalog to be like. He wanted his music to fill up arenas, and wow. you know, it, he didn't live for us to get down to that point. Um, for sure, Nip, he but he got to be one of the most influential people, regardless of you know, occupation. He's I think he's one of the most influential people of our time. Um uh, definitely want to work more with Nip. Um I actually produced something for Nas It's unreleased. So I definitely want to work with J.J. Jay Electronica, Raphael Sadiq, Salam Remy, um shit, you name it, bro. I w I wanna work with everybody from Janee Aiko to Herbert Hancock, bro. It's so yeah. many people I love, bro. Like like there's so many sounds I love shit that I'm reaching for. Uh, what's that boy's name? Uh, Son Little. I love Son Little. I love Lady Ray. I love uh, Krong Ben. That's my one of my favorites. Okay. Um, shit, you name it. Marvin Gaye, Quincy Jones. I met him when I was a kid. I love to work with him. Wow. Um, yeah, he was at the radio station. I used to live near the radio station, so when guests would come on that I like, I would just wait outside the station and shit. And uh, you know, definitely Quincy Jones. Um, I don't know, bro. That list goes on and on and on, bro. Like yeah, I'll at
0: the top of the list, bro. Big boy three stakes, can't get no better than that. Yeah, I got two more for you. Um, cash money or no limit. Cash money. <laughs> and the last one is what makes Nesby Phipps feel free? A lack. Of
1: parameters, I don't do, I don't do nothing. I got a cap on. That's why I left the barbershop. shop. I can only in the heads in the day. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't fuck with salary jobs. Like, I, that's why I like music. There's no end to how much money I can make off music, or how much money I can make off art. You know, I literally, I got this thing now. I got ten foot ceilings in my house. I, I never live in a house with less than ten foot ceilings. Eight foot ceilings make me, I feel like this. Yeah. I just, you know, limitless, boundless. Like I gotta, I gotta be, you know, I gotta live by water to buy you two blocks from my house. Like I, you know, I just, I don't like limits that I don't like. Cause we live in an infinite world. You yeah. know, you so can't put no limit on me, man. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, that's the that freedom for me. It's just an absence of boundaries. I don't want to be anywhere as a boundary.
0: That's what's up, man. Man, I appreciate you doing the show. Can you let the people know where they can find you? Uh, always come on, just say my name on any platform,
1: whether LinkedIn, Gmail, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, no underscores, you know, none of that. Just put in Nesby Phipps and whatever you want behind it. Facebook, Nesby Phipps, Twitter, Nesby Phipps, Nesby Phipps at gmail, Nesby and I'll be there. I'll appear. And there's always a way to get at it. Just say my name, and uh, you know, check out BukuPower.com. Y'all you know, buy these, these products, buy these canvases and stuff, because you know, the money goes directly to putting up more billboards. And I am force feeding and propagandering black confidence back into the minds of our people. You dig? So, you know, we got we got the French Quarter, we got Holly Grove. we got Flatbush in Brooklyn. We're working on Harlem, and we got ATL next, and we're not stopping until every child, every black child,
0: believing in himself. That's what's up, man. And congratulations on that, too. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it, Jeremy. Yeah. Shoot, thank you for being on the show. Thank y'all for listening. This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. Thanks. Cool. Thank y'all so much for tuning in this week. I hope y'all really enjoyed the episode let me know what you think let me know your thoughts on the episode you know we got the phone line now you can reach out also if you would like to support the show please subscribe to this podcast Um, leave a comment on whatever platform you listen on also you got a patreon Um, you can subscribe on anchor you could buy merch um, website coming really really soon but yeah man i really appreciate y'all this is mike brown And this has been the Art of Letting Go. Peace, people.